Welcome! I'm Chase. And I'm Mike. And this is Fathers Unscripted. Now you know that it never goes exactly how you planned it would be. That's where the fun is, not knowing how the story goes. Season 3, Episode 7, Finances. Money, 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 money. (laughs) So, as always, there is a, um, not difficulty, but a challenge to finances and having a family. And um, discussing that with your spouse and planning for the future. And, of course, too, trying to figure that stuff out before you get married. But as your life grows together and your family grows, money is... Sometimes a big issue and sometimes it's a small issue, but how you manage it, how you take care of it, how you plan for the future with it, everything that surrounds it. We're not going to talk so much about the kids and what we plan on doing with them and finances and teaching them right now. We're going to be talking about, you know, the dads and the family life and how money kind of evolves as we get older. So, it's going to be a tricky one because money sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate money. It's attached to everything and it's a, it's like a disease that won't go away. But we're going to be talking about it today. We'll make it fun. We always do. But always. first, if you guys want to reach out to us, our email account is fathers.unscripted at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, just Look up Fathers Unscripted, and you'll find us there. Uh, I was getting a good momentum with the post there, and it kind of tailed off, but I'm going to get back on track. So find us there. (laughs) Give us a like. Give us a follow. Um, You can also shout out um, or message us there, and we will get back to you there as well. And uh, so, yeah, Season 3, Episode 7. Here we go. Money, 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 money. Finances. Uh, Where I want to start off, basically, is... Who's in charge of thou money in your house? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the wife. Of course. 100% Mary Joy. But it wasn't always that way. So when we first got married, uh, I was kind of in charge of the like keeping track of everything, um, paying the bills. And then we transitioned out of that. I don't even know when. I think actually when I started my business, because I had to focus on that finance part of things. Totally. And so that's when we kind of s- switched. But also, um, money and finances hasn't always been uh, like the the forefront of our arguments or issues, which I know it can be uh, for for married couples. And I think that might be like the number one argument is finance issues. And then the second is fidelity, if, yep. if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and it, it makes sense because there's there's going to be conflict. And and like Mike said, uh, there's big issues or small issues. There's always issues though. Like there's always going to be some type of financial issue. Something. Something. Uh, and so we made the switch and it was a good thing for our marriage. One, Mary Joy is very good at tracking finances, which I am too, but I'm very frugal by nature. I don't like spending my money at all. Uh, I, I I won't buy a new shirt. If, if the shirt doesn't have a hole in it, Same. I won't buy I mean, and if it does have a hole in it, I'll just throw it away and I'll just, that's just one less shirt. I only get shirts when they're gifts. Like Mary Joy has has to, she'll buy me shirts. Which is like you just need better clothes. Or totally, dude. Same here. I, my brother's even done that. He's like, here's some of my shirts. Like you need to change your wardrobe. Like I just, I'm not gonna spend money on. I do. I hate spending money on clothes. Uh, you ever get buyer's remorse about anything? Mine is clothes. Like <laughs> I buy clothes and I'm like, I shouldn't have bought that. Gosh, I should not have bought that. It's like, well, you, you needed to. Obviously, well, I, I mean, maybe I didn't though. Like I don't know. I mean, uh, Mary, jo- I made Mary Joy because I I didn't want to see money go away for buying socks. 
because she was like, you need new socks. And I was like, no, I'm fine. I, I just keep rotating these couple pairs. She's like, no, you need new socks. <laughs> and so she, I was like, well, just, just buy me socks. I don't want to see it. And and that's another thing. So when I was tracking our finances, anytime there was something spent, I was just like, okay, do we really need to spend on that? And she would be the one that's like, yes, we do. And being, being frugal, like, no, we don't. Yeah. And it would be like super small things. And so um flipping it where she's in charge i don't ever have to like look at it i can ask her and what's great about her she's a she's really good with numbers she's always been good at numbers she used to know everybody's phone number like off the top of her head in high school when you had to actually memorize yeah you had to actually <laughs> so in case you had to use that pay phone she knows like everyone's birthdays because she's just really good with numbers and so i'll ask her like hey where are we at here and she's like oh we're good and that's all i need to know because if i go into our accounts and start looking at the finances. I'm like, okay, we're not going to spend anything for the next four weeks. Like yeah. nothing. <laughs> Don't even what? pay the water bill. We're not what? spending money. What was that charge? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I, it, we switched and it's been much better. Um, now Mary Joy does spend more money than me, but she's pretty good about not splurging. Now there was a caveat when she was pregnant she did this thing called nesting, mm. which I'm I familiar. Everyone that has kids <laughs> is familiar. And with Kyrie, I swear we live by a Ross. So when she was pregnant with Kyrie, every day she came home with a bag of Ross stuff. And I was like, and then this is when I'm in charge of finances, right? So I'm just like, what are you doing? And Explain she's like, yourself. <laughs> and then she's like, I don't know. I just, I feel like I need to do this. And it's just like, oh my gosh. So uh, when we switched, things got much better. Um, I'll stop there because I know you have more questions and we can kind of dive into that a little little bit more. But what about you? I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but for the listeners, who is con- who controls your money? So the control is equal. Oh, the, gov- oh, the government. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> the, the, you're in California, so you don't get any money. I don't really. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> in it goes and out it goes. <laughs> But uh, in the very beginning of our relationship, when we got married, um, Ellis definitely controlled the money. I just wanted to make sure uh, I got the money that I made and I put it in the account. That was my job. And then <laughs> after that, I was making sure that I paid the rent because that was my job. Okay. As far as anything else we did together, so grocery shopping, you know, if she wanted to do any kind of shopping, she would run it by me. So it was pretty even for the most part. Mm-hmm. Not like I was really doing anything, but the knowledge of what was happening was kind of equal. And then as time went on and she moved to Utah for nursing school, um, it kind of made it difficult to work on the money together because I was spending basically no money living at the house and the money that was being spent was for her out in Utah. So I was like, you're in charge. It's all you. Um, I wasn't paying any bills at that time. All the bills were going to Utah. And if she's living there and she's, it's easier for her to maintain, if she has to go into the office at the uh, apartment complex to take care of stuff, it's easier for her to just be in total control. Yep. So at that point, it's totally shifted over to her. You take care of all that. And I'll just make sure I keep making money to put in the account. And I had no problem with that. I will keep depositing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, make sure every two weeks something <laughs> is in there. Um, and then when I got out to Utah, it was kind of the same. I got a job, kept making sure we were making money. And then when we came back and we started having kids, we kind of had to start, not we, I kind of had to start <laughs> getting in there more and trying to learn more about what's going where and what's being spent getting a smartphone and getting the bank app that we have on my phone helped tremendously. So I can always just kind of check to make sure there's m- money in there. Cause I know now that certain bills are coming out and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I would say now it's relatively equal. We have a lot of bills that are on auto pay. So it just kind of takes care of the worrying of making sure bills are paid on time. Mm-hmm. The one Which is bill, huge. Yeah. The one bill that isn't, is PG&E because I always want to check and look at that before I pay it because this last 
<laughs> last month they tried to get two hundred and fifty dollars yeah. extra out of us. Just pay them the extra money. <laughs> That's what they wanted. <laughs> Jeez, evil. Uh, but it's relatively even right now. I I'm the same though. I don't really like spending. I'm not a spender. I had to I have to talk about the clothes thing because I still have clothes from high school. <laughs> yes, I still fit in clothes from high school. <laughs> hey, I, I some some much. guys <laughs> would love that. To be honest, I haven't changed much. They're all mostly my work clothes. But the one thing I do like buying for myself, clothing wise, is jackets. If I find a good jacket, I'm like, oh, that's that's going on me, and I'm taking that out of the store. I'm gonna wear it out of the store. You can ring it up. As you I'm pay wearing. for it though, right? Okay, yeah. good. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure. I haven't walked out of it or walked out of a store not paying yet. Yet. <laughs> that might accidentally happen as my memory fades. <laughs> <laughs> but so far, uh, as I was speaking of now, our money, um, or at least being in charge of the money, is relatively equal, which is helpful mm-hmm. because um, it's always before the big purchases, of course, we'll throw a lot of ideas of what we want to get or whatnot. Then we'll just sit down and go over it. And mainly it's me saying, we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. So yeah, you're can, the filter. Yeah. We, we have our own little checks and balances now, which is nice, but it took eight, 10 years to get to this point. Yep. So it was yep. always a little tough in the beginning, but me being me, I didn't want any part of it because before I had an issue with money. So I was like, no, I don't want to really, I want to know what's happening, but I don't really want f- control and that kind of leads into my next question which is um has getting older or having a family made you better in handling your money or worse i would say better but that would probably be a question for mary joy to be honest (laughs) Because it goes back to, I was always really frugal. As soon as I opened my first bank account, I was obsessed with trying to grow it. Obsessed. And I think I was was in high school, eighth grade. I must have been in eighth grade when I had my first bank account. And because I know I had it before I got my car. So I wanted to grow it because I knew I was going to have to buy my own car. And so I was trying to figure ways to do that, but I was also playing a lot of sports. So I was really obsessed with trying to grow that account. I also have like an entrepreneurial mindset where I'm always looking to to make an extra dollar here and there if I can. Um, so I would say I'm better. I would hope I'm better. But I'm still, I still have like a frugal mindset. The one thing I have grown in is trying to find ways instead of just growing my bank account, having money work for itself or work for me. And trying to dive a little bit more into like the investing and uh, stocks is still really confusing for myself. Like Mary Joy kind of gets it. But for me, I'm just like, I don't under, I don't understand what's, yeah, what I should be looking I've at. I haven't gotten into and, that yet either. Yeah. And, and with, with finances, like, like anything that I'm, I do, I'm, I'm pretty particular in, in terms of research and what I'm, I want to do, but we, Mary Joy and I play well off each other in terms of impulses. Because every once in a while, I'm like, oh, this is a good opportunity in terms of buying. And she's like, is it? <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, and she'll run the numbers and she'll come back and be like, oh, yeah, it is good. Or no, it's not. And what's nice is we, again, this took, you know, 10, 11 years and probably more than that because we've been together for a long time where I come with her at a, with an idea in terms of money and right away she's like no <laughs> like i already know and like i have to start conversations like okay so i know you're gonna say no <laughs> so just listen Hear me she out. Ha- yeah she'll have to process my crazy ideas and usually tw- 24 to 48 hours before she comes back and is like well maybe or still no but right away her whenever whenever it comes to to money more or less investing because that's where i actually put a lot of my my thought into using our money i'll throw some ideas out and she'll just be like yeah no definitely not and then i'm like and i'll have to like plead my case show her why i think it's a good idea and then she'll come back and we'll talk through it and it's it's been really good in the very beginning when we first started doing it it started as like a fight every time 
Like hands down. <laughs> why do you hate me so much? I'm just trying to give you an idea to make us millions. And then she would come back and we'd be in an argument. And so now we've kind of got to a nice place where, and this is through a lot of communication and a lot of arguing where it's like, <laughs> I'm going to give you my, my idea. I'm, I know I'm getting the hard. Absolutely not. No. And then I'll have to talk through it. She'll listen, still say no. And then 24 to 48 hours later, she'll come back to me with something, which is nice because that took a long time. It was like constant fights. I would hate to tell her or ask her about any type of thing because I knew it was just going to end in an argument. And so we were kind of getting better at it. And there's still times where we, we get into a, a situation and it's it's not all uh, unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> unicorns uh, and dragons. <laughs> it's, you know, we have to kind of figure out that now and there's also like a the right time to talk about this stuff so like if if, i I don't want to talk about some of this stuff after she worked you know three or four night shifts in a row and her brain is fried and she is mentally exhausted and physically exhausted i'm like hey you want to drop x amount of money on this (laughs) idea like she didn't say no and she should say no so it's it's hard no (laughs) yeah it's kind of making sure when when we have that discussion it's at the right time um, so I would say to get back to your, the, the original question, I've, I've gotten better, I, I think, but I've also gotten better at how I communicate what we should do or what my ideas are with finances with her, if that makes sense. Because before too, when I'm in control I'm, of the finances, I'm just like, this is what we should do. And, and so I don't know, I, I feel like our, our give and take, like, again, we are very open about what we should and shouldn't spend kind of like you and Ellis where we're talking through it. But when it comes to like managing the money, that is 100% Mary joy. That's kind of the same. Uh, I've definitely gotten better over the years at managing the money. Cause like I said before, I didn't really want any part in it because <laughs> I'm not one to buy material things. I just like, Oh, I'm gonna buy food today. Then I'm going to go and I'm going to buy a snack over here. Then I'm a, Survival. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'll like walk into the store to get something for her. I'll be like, Oh, there's a bag of candy and a this and that. And I'll just like that kind of thing before. Sure. So over, over the years, my diet has gotten better because of my wife and her diet and there's the options in the house. So I've kind of gotten used to the options that we have in the house. And when I go out, I'm like, they don't even sell these here. So I can't buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but as far as actually wanting to know what's happening with the money, I am way more interested in that now. And also too, we just recently got, um, involved with a financial advisor finally, which was a a good move on our part because we got to a position now where we're stable enough with our income and we can actually take our money and put it aside and save it and invest it and do certain things with it, set things up for you know, if something happens to us, who takes care of the money for the kids? And then God forbid something happens to all of us who, who would take care of or who would get the finances that we're doing now and blah, blah, blah. So it's it's opened up my eyes a lot too recently. And that's where I'm going to slide in. And I want to be the one to keep track of that kind of stuff because it's going to help me understand, you know, stocks and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a gambler. I hate gambling my money. Like I'm not one. Yeah. You're talking to someone that's frugal. Yeah. Like, so, I'm not giving you money and on chance. Like and I have terrible luck. When we play poker, I'll go to like my coin stash and I'll, <laughs> I'll find $20 in coins that I didn't know <laughs> I had. It's 50 bucks in pennies. Yeah. I see your deal me uh, in. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, I don't want that. I gotta take them penny rolls. Yeah, I'll literally just bring a bag of quarters. I'll make, I'll make sure it's at least quarters. But I just, I don't like, even when at the shop, like, oh, you want to bet on the Super Bowl? I'm like, nope. Not at all. Hey, you want to bet on the fight this weekend? No. Absolutely not. I'll give you my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> How about you pay me for my opinion? How about that? <laughs> but I think just growing older and having the kids and, you know, growing the family and being with my wife for 10 years now, it's just matured my mental processes around money which was a i didn't think it would be necessary in a sense because you know when you're younger you're like oh yeah money is money it's just gonna be what it is until you get older and it's still gonna be the same thing but no it definitely changes when you get older 
And your mindset does have to change, hopefully for the positive, because if it goes to the negative, then you're just struggling all the time, which is not fun. Because when we were first married, we were struggling because it was tight. Which most, oh, we were we were really struggling. Yeah, which most uh, marriages are in that situation when they first get married. Mm-hmm. So I would say I definitely got better, which was nice. Thank God. <laughs> if, if I got if I got worse, I mean, we wouldn't be where we're at today because it would be just fighting all the time. Because I'd be spending money somewhere that I shouldn't be spending money. <laughs> now, so, I will say really quick that Ellis has has waves. <laughs> Her, hers goes in waves, which is part I wanted to bring that up because it goes back to the conversation you were, you were saying about talking to your wife about money and, you know, mm-hmm. no. And that's kind of me to her. Mm-hmm. She'll be like, oh, you want to look at the Amazon cart and see if, you know, those things that you wouldn't mind if I get. And I'm like, there's like seven seven to maybe 17 things in there. I'm like, you get rid of 16 of them. Those two might be nice. (laughs) Those two might be good. I'm going to reset your whole cart. Yeah. Do I have the option of deleting these for you? (laughs) So yeah, you can delete what you want. I can always look back and see if I want those again. I'm like, all right, delete, 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 delete. delete." So we kind of, we keep each other in check, but she knows she'll even admit it. She's like, yeah, Amazon is my weakness because she just puts Mm -hmm. it in there and then buys it. Then that's where I look at my, banking app and i'm like what was that purchase yep because i only get notifications over a hundred dollars i'm like i'm getting a notification (laughs) (laughs) more than i should be honey what's going on (laughs) so it's good it's it's a lot better now though for sure no that's good mary joy had during like the the peak of covid when we were up here in washington you you know breathing fresh air was illegal and stuff like mary joy was (laughs) <laughs> on Amazon a lot. And I felt like I, I, the Amazon delivery person and I were like best friends because I'm like, well, now what did you buy? Now what did you buy? And, and it wasn't like anything that we don't use. Uh, was it necessary? Mm, probably she would say yes, but you I would say, say 50% <laughs> of the purchases were probably not necessary, but you sit there and you're bored. Um, and she, she'll say it too. She was like, I bought way too much for like six months straight. And so, and, and my pockets would agree, uh, <laughs> but again, it, it didn't affect us. It wasn't like these just giant purchases. It was just like consistent purchases, which again, could get you in the hole if you're not careful. And we're, we're also not in the same position we were, you know, seven years ago or whenever that we, in the very beginning for, I would say the first five years, I would say until like, I mean, she would say not till recently, but I would say the first five years where the boys were, you know, three and two, they, they were, they were, those were tough years in terms of fi- like finances. Um, and I, you know, you have to go through those valleys, I think definitely to, 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 to kind of iron some things out if you can, you know, withstand it because those were the, those were the day, day like the days where we were talking about finances probably more than we both wanted to. And it was because it was survival. You know, there was a, a point in time where we were paycheck to paycheck. We had a scatter. We had to actually, because we do the auto bills, right? It's just so much easier to just set your yeah. bank account. But when you do that and you don't have money, um, you also don't want to pay a bill with no money in the account. So then you're paying the bank for money that you didn't have. Yes. And, and interest. Basically. Yeah, fees. <laughs> and then you can get yourself into a hole. So what we did is I, at the time I was get, doing lessons and I was getting cash. So cash was for groceries and other like necessities we needed. But um, our paychecks then, what we did is we we talked to certain places that we were paying bills on certain days on when we wanted to pay them. We had to stagger them according to our paychecks um, because one of my jobs, I got paid once a month. It wasn't by it wasn't whatever, bi bi weekly, is that what it is? Bi monthly. I only got paid once a month. And so mm. you get this one tiny check once a month, and you need to know like what is that gonna go towards? Where she was getting paid twice a month, and we're trying to figure out how to stagger when the paychecks come in and when bills are due. And so that was a little I think we did that for like a year and a half. I could be way off. If she listens to this, she's like, it was like four days. But I I, I feel like <laughs> It was like a year and a half of like really paying attention to what paycheck is coming in. And then when I was doing lessons, that was our grocery money for the most part, that cash. And so those were tough, 
tough times because we wanted to do stuff. We had to, you know, if we went home to visit, we would drive home because it was cheaper. And this is when gas wasn't $75 a gallon. This is when it was reasonable. So we would drive home and it would be cheaper than getting flights. And I remember we'd have to like, like plan this way out in advance because if we were home, I'm not doing lessons and, and there's our grocery money kind of thing. And we just had to pay, like figure out how we were going to maneuver all that. Um, that wasn't forever at the time when you're in that, and then you're, when you're in that season of life, it feels like you are never getting out. Yeah. Um, and so th- I have no clue how I got in this discussion or this, this part. <laughs> Somehow we started with Amazon and now I'm here. But in the very beginning, that's, we were, we were the very beginning of our like first five years. It was trying to figure out what are we doing with these finances? Yeah. It's not easy. That's what, I mean, we're talking about money and you can get lost at even talking about it. Yeah. I, I don't know where, why I went down that tangent, but I, we were there and we're still kind of there. So we're still, it'll make sense to those who are listening, but I'm the same way. I didn't want to talk about money when we were first together. Cause it was a pain. It's like, no, it's, I mean, I'm ready to be an adult, but I mean, not, not all the way. Yeah. Let's be an adult, but not talk about money. Yeah. We don't, we we're living an adult life, but we don't have to talk about our finances. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> But we kind of had that same thing because before my wife got into nursing and she was just in the school part before we moved to Utah, she was actually working at a casino. There was actually a casino in Salinas. What? Yeah. It's just like a card room. Legal? Yeah. And she was not like a pit boss or anything like that, but somebody who helped something with chips (laughs) carrying from the bank over to the table and blah, blah, blah. My my mind went straight to Rounders. Right. <laughs> Have you seen that movie Rounders? Oh, yeah. Great movie. It is a great movie. But she would get a lot of a lot of good tips, like a lot. So oh, yeah. we kind of did the same thing where I had a definite steady income and when there was no kids, I was working a lot. I mean, I still work a lot, which is sickening, but I was working average 6 days a week and then overtime during the week. So my, my paychecks were steady and the same. So we based all of our bills off of my paychecks and then mm-hmm. all of her income was kind of the same groceries and then like bonus stuff. If we had to pay for, cause we were on a basically propane, like a tank at that time. So we would use her money and stash that. Once we got to whatever it would take to fill the tank, we would stash that out to the side. And then uh, if we needed to, uh, it was the, uh, DMV, the, why am I blanking on the registration? There we go. Registration of us. Yeah. We would, you know, divvy that out and then save it. We were doing uh, envelopes. So we had our little, a little bank in the house with full yep. envelopes right on the envelope, what it's for. And then once it reached a certain point, seal it, you know, that kind of thing. So basically whatever it makes it work for any relationship, you got to mm-hmm. do it. Even though we didn't want to, we, d- we both didn't really like dealing with money because it, it's a disease, but we figured out a way to do it and we're here now and we're maintaining, getting better. Well, and going, yeah, going back, you, you said registration. I remember a, a nightmare was uh, when I pay my car insurance every six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, that, page, that, that bill always came up on us like, oh, shoot, that's due this month. And it yeah. was this huge at the time. It was just like, how do we come up with this money? You know. Maybe I'm going to hustle a little bit more with a camp or something or more lessons. It was just like, oh, son of a, where are we going to get this extra money just for car insurance? Um, And that's like an issue that doesn't come up anymore other than it does still spring up on like, it's six months already? Gosh, darn it. Well, it's a learning learning process too because I did that when I was younger. I did the six-month thing. Mm. And then it got to a point where I was like, I am not saving money for this. How can I... (laughs) I was like, at the point I could still ask my folks like, Hey, can I borrow 200 bucks and I'll get you back next month when I get my paycheck or whatever. And they were happy to help. But when we got married and we, we found the insurance company that we're with now still, they had a deal that either you can do the six month chunk or you can do a month to month and it's the same exact price. So we're like, we're going to do the month to month. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's the same price and you, you're hold your word, then we'll do the month to month. And we'll calculate it out after six months and see if it is the same price. And it was. 
So we've been doing that ever since. So we just have that taken out every month. So we know that they give us a six month or no, is it six months? Yeah, six months insurance stub, but we pay them every single yeah, month. We- so it's good, nice. thing, good thing that's the company, not PG&E. Yeah, no kidding. They've been a giant <laughs> headache. <laughs> we can talk about them for an hour if we wanted to. Yeah, that'll be a different finance. How, how to how to confront people that are trying to screw you, um, which probably happens more than. <laughs> but that's well, one of, that's one of those things that we learn as we get older and dealing yep, with finances. Exactly. Not everyone is trustworthy with money. Um, so, which actually slides right into my first question boom who did or who okay so okay you you talk to a a financial advisor now so who did you go to for advice in terms of finances after you were married because i'm assuming before you were married you talked to your parents pretty much about what to do with money if you had many questions you get married who did you seek advice from uh well no one for a while (laughs) (laughs) That's part of the growing pains. We uh, tried to figure it out on our own. We were young, 23, and she was 21. So we took it upon ourselves just to try to figure it out by ourselves. She would talk to her mom a lot. Um, a lot. <laughs> and that's something that I was like, babe, you got to run stuff by me first. You don't need to go to your mom and talk to your mom first. You got to talk to me first. Like I, I, of marriage, I yep. get it. You're the only child and you only have your mom because your dad passed away when you're younger. I was like, I get it. I understand. But please, let's work towards talking to me about stuff first. Instead of you coming to me and being like, hey, I talked to my mom and this and that. That's a big life change. I'm like, well, why? <laughs> me first. Yes. But... I would also talk to my parents sometimes, but like I said, I had an issue with money before, so I kind of veered away from it because I kind of was stubborn and wanted to just prove to people that we could take care of money and I could take care of money on our own. We could do this together, and we did. But as we got older, I realized that my older brother was a great resource, so I started talking to my older brother, Matthew. Uh, I took it upon myself to listen to Dave Ramsey as well. Uh, while I was working in Scotts Valley at the time when we were moving around after having our first child. So I started listening to Dave Ramsey and figuring out a lot of stuff and everything that he was saying, I was like, Oh, it's too late for that. We already took out student loans and da da da. <laughs> yeah. Well, cross that one off. Can't do that one. Can't do that one. Can't then, do that one. And then it was like, Oh, don't, don't ever buy a brand new car. I was like, Oh, I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to stop listening, listening to Dave Ramsey. Cause I'm just, I feel guilty. Um, but honestly, it was, it was just us. And I know that's not the best decision because it took us a long time to get to this point to actually go out and talk to a financial advisor and get things rolling this way. And we're a lot more comfortable doing it now because we're financially secure for the most part. I think not being financially secure, meaning like you have some cash for reserves for emergencies, you got, um, just cash kind of spread out in certain areas to where you can do things. If something hits the fan, you lose a job or you get kicked out of your house, you have money to maintain. We're finally at that point. Now, if I would have done this a long time ago, (laughs) things might be very, very different, but that's part of growing up and learning, learning how to maintain a sane and happy marriage while dealing with money. So I yeah. think I think it really helped us grow a lot together, which was nice. Very nice. Dealing with money is never fun. So to be able to learn and grow from it together was useful for us. But I uh, I think that not talking to people was probably a bad decision. But yeah, it worked, it worked out for us. What about you? Well, so I think what's nice. I'm gonna just touch on it before I kind of go into it. Is the problem solving definitely is a it can go one way. It's like a one way or the other, right? And for I think you and I it helped our marriage, uh, our marriages. But by just, I mean, yes, there's some, like I said, valleys and some road bumps. But there, it definitely helped in terms of communication. It helped in terms of just learning about your spouse and how they they view it, even because it's just constantly trying to fi- figure out how this thing works. Um, 
I didn't really go to my parents a whole lot, even when I, before I was married, to be honest, I didn't really talk to them about finances. I just knew I wanted to save. I, I just knew I wanted to not spend my money on anything. And so when we got married, uh, Mary Joy relied heavily, not heavily, I should say. She she talks to her parents a lot because they're, they're, her mom's very good with money. Uh, but they also they, their parents had a financial advisor and we were fortunate enough to like, as we got married and within like a couple months, we at least got to sit down with him and just talk to him about finances. And it wasn't this nice. like long drawn out, you know, marriage finances 101, but we got to ask any questions and he was like, just ask away. I got an hour, just shoot, shoot any question you have anyway. And I'll try to try to answer it, which was really good. I think it was really hard for us to go find some advice only because out of all of our friends, we were the first ones to be married in terms, in terms of our, the, the people we would trust with talking finances, because I, I feel yeah, like yeah. finances are kind of like a, like a, not a secret, but it is a secret. Like I'm not out Pretty here personal. trying to tell it. Yeah. Not trying to tell everyone, you know, what my bank bank account is and what's in it. And you know, what student loans we have, but yeah, so none, like, but, none of your business. <laughs> yeah, but I have some really close friends that that do know because we talk now that we're all older. But when we first were married, like we were the first ones that had that were married. We were the first ones that pretty much had kids, and this is again going to who we would feel comfortable talking about finances with. And so we were kind of like you. We were just kind of trying to figure out on our own what that looks like. We read. Uh, during the tar- the tough times, uh, we both I she skimmed through it. She's reading it a little bit more in depth now. But uh, I read Financial Peace by Dave Ramsey, and that was really cool. And it was really really cool just to see different ways to get out of situations that you would in. And there's never like a, just a quick fix. It's just you got to just be consistent. Kind of mm-hmm. like working out, right? You can't just go in the gym once a week or once a month and be yoked. It needs to be consistent, and it needs be repetitive and so that was really cool and i have actually a a good amount of friends that they did the the whole program with dave ramsey right when they got married and a lot of them are are debt free or at least they're in that process of being debt free really close because they're marking all those check boxes and they're being very careful with their finances so now um (laughs) we still i mean we have we can still ask uh Mary Joy, my in-laws, financial advisor, if we need to, we do a lot of research on our own now. Um, but we get a lot of people that ask us for advice. Not that we're <laughs> by no means rolling in uh, any type of cash, but we've been through a lot of different scenarios and situations that we share with our friends. So then they come and they're like, hey, this is where we're at. What did you do? So we're actually talking through, I don't want to say giving a ton of advice. We're talking through these different situations and how we handled it, whether it was right, wrong, or different. And hopefully it helps people that we talk about or talk to. Um, but in terms of like financial advice, we have a couple people we talk to, but it's not, we're not sitting there and leaning into a friendship and be like, okay, so we have three kids. We want to retire at this time. Like we don't have that. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, which sucks because we do have a a good amount of friends that are like, hey, we're thinking about investing in real estate or, hey, you know, what are you doing to save money for three kids for college or what does that look like? And so people are asking us and we don't really have a a, a place where we go like, what are you doing? Because we're ahead of a lot of our friends in that. Yeah, yeah. In that realm. So we read a lot and we research a lot on what we want to do next, I guess, with our money. Now that we're kind of in a position to do something, I guess you would say. It makes um, it makes it easier. Yeah. Financially, Definitely. I like how you put it. Financially secure. Um, I would say I, if, if you had to do levels, and this might be in a book, but if, if you had to do levels in terms of that, I would say it's like secure, then there's financial peace, and then there's financial freedom. Mm-hmm. That, that, that buzzword that everyone says where you can go to the Bahamas every weekend because you're financial free. Yeah, the, the financial freedom is what you need in your life, and everyone strives for it. Blah, blah, blah. So we're like probably right around that 
financial financially secure in terms of we're we're not struggling, we're not underwater, and we can now use our money strategically in certain places to try to let our money make money, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which is really hard when gas prices are a hundred thousand dollars to fill up because you know, you gotta pull out a mortgage to fill up my truck. And that's the hard part too, but that also goes back to the conversations that you have with each other. It's like, hey, do do we really need a the kids don't need to go to the playground today. Sorry, kids. It's going to cost $20 to go there and back. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now, yeah, now, now our free playground ride is money and like, a lot of it. I'm just playing with my kids a lot more when I get home. It's like, no, Dad, can we go to the park? I'm like, ah, I don't want to say no because Joe Biden's our president, but I got to tell him that uh, we're just not <laughs> doing it today. We're not doing it today. It rained, so the park's wet. Um, <laughs> well, I get that excuse almost every day for oh, nine yeah. months out of the year in Washington, so that's good. I but say yeah, the, no, that's... The, the dew was rather thick this morning, so it's still on the park. <laughs> <laughs> but Dad, it's so sunny outside. Yeah, but the dew, it was thick. It was, it was very was... thick this morning. I saw it. I was up at 345. <laughs> you weren't up. <laughs> well, so, well, that's and that's the thing. So, like, as, you know... In the situation we're in now, right, with things costing a little bit more, like that affects decisions. And how, you know, you want to look at it and how you want to attack it is a conversation. And Mary Joy and I are very comfortable with that conversation right now because of the prior years of figuring out how we're going to buy groceries. Now it's like, well, our grocery bills way more that due to whatever, or, you know, gas is now way more. It was used to be, you know, 40, 30 bucks to fill up per van. Now it's, you know, almost a hundred. So what does that look like? Cause we're, we're still driving it just as much. It's not like we're driving it less cause gas went up. Like we still have to take the boys to school. She still needs to get to work so forth and so forth. So those discussions, instead of, I would say, going into the red really quick on like, well, just don't do this or just don't spend. We actually have a nice way that we can communicate. And it's it's from those years of God, being in the valley and trying to figure out how to buy bread. Yeah. So going through the tough makes the future tough a little bit easier. Oh, yeah. I mean, a it's whole a lot we- easier. weird way to say it, but that's what's nice about one of the perks of getting married young is that you're growing up still together. Yes. Like you're still learning all this stuff together. That's a great point. Like that's one of the things that we are so glad that we got to experience was getting married young and then, you know, learning all of these things together. And like the conversations that you were just talking about, if we got married a couple of years ago and had these conversations, we're already like stern and like have our foundation in a sense on how we think. So it's going to be harder to mesh and mold those mentalities together. Whereas our brains were mush when we got married, (laughs) we were able to mold them together with one another. Well, and that's, that's a good point because you hear this a lot. I don't, I mean, you hear it more with, we'll have kids when we're ready, but you, you would hear some stuff. At least I did a lot among my peers would, when we when we have our careers kind of set out, then we'll we'll figure out when mm-hmm. we want to get married. Oh yeah, and not that that's a bad thing. If that's something that you people did and it works, and and great. But there's also you know when you get married and you don't have it all figured out, and you're figuring out to together like those problems get solved. As and then when you because when you have it already figured out, right? You're like. I know how much is in my bank account. You know how much is in your bank account. Don't touch mine yeah. kind of thing. Like that That would be a mindset, right? Because you you got to where you're at without being married. And now that you're married, we're going to almost live parallel to make sure nothing gets wrecked. Um, and I don't know if that's the exact mindset of people that do that because I didn't do that. But I do know you, you hit it perfectly where when you get married and you don't have it all figured out and you don't even necessarily be young. Some people might not have it figured out when they're, you know, 37, who knows? (laughs) Figuring out together is a good thing. It's, it's, it's tough. I'm not going to say it's not tough. It's tough, but, um, there's benefits to it. Oh, the ton of benefits down the road. That's, that's right there. That's a long-term investment in, in itself. Yeah. And when you know, like for us, we knew, 
that getting married was something we wanted to do, especially with the person that we got married to. And it's like, after that, it's like, well, yeah, we're, whatever we're doing, we're doing it together. It's like, there is no, there is no possibility of this not happening or this not working out. No, no, no. This is happening. This is working out because we made the decision to get married because that's part of the reason why we did because of our mentality around it was like, this is for life. You agree? Yes, I agree. All right, let's do this. Like this, that was the mentality. So that kind of helps build the confidence of like, yeah, we're going to have arguments. We're going to disagree on stuff, but we're going to get through it together. We're still going to go to sleep next to each other and wake up next to each other. And we're going to start the next day together and we're going to figure it out all over again. Well, and, and I think too, it's like the mindset of your spouse is not your enemy. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think sometimes, especially with finances, at least in the very beginning, I kind of had this where Mary Joy and I would have an issue with finance, a financial decision. And it was almost like I had the mindset of like, she was like my mom or dad telling me like, no. Totally. And, and having that authority to say no. And it's like, well, now you just, you're against me. You, you're you're now my enemy. You don't mean to have fun. Or Grab you the don't. gloves. Let's go. <laughs> so so <laughs> once you change your mindset of like they're they're saying no, your spouse is saying no, not to 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 go against you, just to go against you, but because there's something that is alerting them that's probably not a good decision. And then when you have the mindset of we're attacking this financial thing it might be a crisis at the time it might be a small issue it could be a big issue it could just be a, a, a financial investment that you need to talk through you're that's what you're doing it you're doing it together and it's not again so going back to the original story where i bring up a suggestion to mary joy on what we should invest in and she says no right away she's not saying no to like to me to piss me off some days probably but most of the time <laughs> She's saying no, because that's just how she processes. And it's good because I, once I got to, in my brain, like, this is how I'm going to use the filter of how we can start this conversation, bring up my idea, expect a no, not take it personal, just that this is our process now. Yep. Um, I think it's been really helpful when you change that mindset and it goes with raising kids. When you do something with your, your spouse together in raising your kids, you're doing it as a team not as like an opposition and it makes life a whole lot easier. Smoother so, for sure. Yes. Much, yes. much smoother. Yes. Because nobody wants to butt heads on raising the kids. No. And then also butt heads on money. <laughs> well, and that's that's something um this might be a dumb question now that we're forty seven minutes in. Do you and Ellis have the same checking account? Like do you share? Because I know that there's couples that have their own. No, we share. You do share. Yep. Ever since we got married, day one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so did we. Uh, I was just curious because I know that there are couples that have separate accounts, and I guess if marriage would have made more money, we would even maybe consider it. But when we got married, it's like let's combine your four dollars with my four dollars, <laughs> so we have eight, and we get a little bit more interest. <laughs> we stick that in savings. <laughs> but uh, but now since we're getting this financial advisor. It's going to be the same with him. We're going to have accounts in there, but both those accounts are connected to each other. Yeah, that's good. So it's like we're both going to have savings through him and we're going to have a checking through him that we're going to kind of shove money into. Then he can invest for us through his company. But it's all connected because that's transparency. We wanted to have that transparency within our relationship revolving around money, especially Mm -hmm. money, because I don't want to ever think that I'm hiding money from her where uh, it would seem like that because this is going to lead into my next question and I'm going to answer it first because I'm already talking about it. But Excellent. I love it. Being a cash or a card guy. Oh, I have that as one of my questions. Hey, Excellent. <laughs> I'm a cash guy. I like having cash on me. So in the beginning, she would think that I'm withdrawing money and just having like um, hiding money. Uh, it's like that was part of the learning process between her and I. I was like, no, no, I, I need to have money on me so I don't spend too much money because I'm going to spend money. Like that's, like I said, I like to get a burrito here and there. I like to have money if I'm going to get off work and I still have time to get something before I come home because I only eat one meal a day basically while I'm at work, which is. not Don't do that. People. Don't do that. 
I wouldn't recommend it, but you can still fit in your high school clothes if you do that. Also true. <laughs> but she's she's a card person. She likes to have the card. She doesn't like to carry cash, which is smart for women. You know, yes. it's, it's also a very good safety uh, maneuver there to not carry cash on you. Mm-hmm. But I've always been the type of person to have cash on me so I can see it. Because when I get to Friday and my $40 that I get out per week is now five, I'm going to want to make sure I have that for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) So you can survive. So I can survive if I need something over the weekend. But I just, I've always been that way because if I swipe my card, I will just swipe, 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 swipe. So if I have the cash and even the places that don't have cash, I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not coming to the store then. Like I can't buy anything. I can't pay you. I can't pay you. (laughs) You don't take money? No. Okay. Well, goodbye. So I'm, I'm that guy. She's the card lady. So we have kind of understood that as we've gotten uh, in deeper in our marriage, which has been nice because it was, it was definitely different in the beginning, but we've gotten to the point now where she understands that I like to pull out cash to have cash. And I know that she's a card. So I'll, she'll ask me like, Hey, what'd you, what'd you get this week? I'm like, well, you know, I got this much money left. And like before I would take that as like, why I had, why do you care? Yeah, why does it matter? <laughs> I, I withdrew it the other day for the week and this is my money that I'm carrying around. doesn't matter. What'd you buy this week? So, <laughs> so now it's like, if, if she asked me a question, it's no big deal. Like, oh yeah, I, I got this. I got that. Uh, I got like 20 bucks left or whatever. And then if I have, I don't even have to ask her, I'll just pull up the bank account and just look at the bank account. And then if I have a question about something, then I'll just come and ask her. And she's like, oh yeah, I got this. I'm like, okay, did you need it? And like the same conversation we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, did you need that? Like, no, not really. But uh, the kids really wanted it or something like that. I'm like, don't try and soften the blow. That was... <laughs> Love it. So like, that's how we kind of will roll with the the cash and the card. But where where do you guys stand with the cash and the card? So, uh, I don't know what Mary Joy's preference is, to be honest. Um, oh, and really quick, when we when I said card, it's not credit card. We do not use a credit card. We have oh, one, I'll, but don't use it. I'll get to that there we go. in a second, actually, because I actually have that down as a question. But I don't like spending anything, but cash is really hard for me to spend. So, I have... I think a $20 bill in my wallet that I got like four years ago and I just won't spend it. I, I, it, it is still sitting in my wallet. I have some dollar bills on my desk right over here that have been there for three years and I've moved houses, which is funny. Cause when I move, I just move those dollars with the desk. Yeah, I hate spending They're right there where it was. Yes. Right back and in this dust spot right, right there. Yeah. The dust, the dust little square area. Um, <laughs> So I, I rather just pay with a card because um, I know by, by nature, I'm not going to spend a lot. So I know when I put, give someone my card, I'm not spending like anything the rest of the week. Um, and so I hate having cash on me because I won't spend it. I'll, I mean, I'll, if, if we went camping and I had cash on me, I would hunt something before I had to spend it on food. Like I do not want to spend my cash. We're eating snails tonight. I don't care. Um, with salt. But, <laughs> so <laughs> this was early in our, um, in our area, like our, our pit of despair financially. I was taking my, the money for groceries, right? I was doing lessons, getting cash. And I was, some of them I was getting cash. Some of them I was getting a check. Whatever the lessons were, though, we used that for groceries. So I'd get a check and I'd give that to Mary Joy to deposit for groceries. And I'd get some cash to give that to Mary Joy. But <laughs> there it is. I had a secret envelope where I would just take like a, a little bit. First, I would tithe some of it. Then I'd give some to Mary Joy and I would take like a, if there was like an extra five or 10 lane because of how people give the cash, I would put that in my envelope. And that was my savings to do something with it. And it wasn't hidden. It was right by the keys. So she knew there was an envelope with cash in it. Um, also, people, don't put an envelope full of cash by your keys just in case <laughs> someone does break in your house. Like, that, that's gone. But anyways, and it got to a point where it got pretty thick because we were doing well doing that. And 
something happened where we had to pay a bill and I was like, well, you can use some of this. And she looked at me and was like, what, what is this? Where, where has this been been? hiding from me? Yeah. (laughs) Where did you get this cash? And I was just like, well, it just, you know, over time. And it was a nice discussion of (laughs) me never doing that again, which again, I was saving money for myself during a time where like money was hard to come by for us. So not the wisest decision I've, I've made while being married, but it was actually a good discussion we've had. But I don't like cash. It got me in trouble then. I don't spend it when I try to, like, when I hold on to it. So give me a card all day and I will make sure I don't overspend. That's smart because some people go either way. Like, obviously, you go that way and I go the cash yep. way because yep. for me, it's like I don't overspend when I know that this is all I got. Because I don't, like, as soon as I swipe a card, I'm like, ah, are you only going to take what you're charging me? Like, yes, I'm that weirdo. It's like, you better just take the five ninety nine that this costs. I better not look at my bank statement later and see that seven ninety nine was taken out. Seven nine, you guys tipped yourself. Yeah. Um, but I will like we could probably end with this last final uh, kind of discussion or question because it's around credit cards. Yeah. So, when I was in high school, my parents got us a credit card, and we were only supposed to use it in in terms of emergencies and. What was nice is always like small, there was never an emergency. Like if I got to a friend's house and I needed to fill up with gas, my parents would like just use a credit card and be a small purchase. And I would do that. And I did that even through college. They gave us the credit card. They're like, yeah, if you need it. My mom and dad told me like, go ahead and once a week, buy yourself like a, you could use it for groceries or buy yourself, like go out to dinner once a, once a month or something. And, and that's fine. Just let us know when you used it so they knew when a bill was going to come in and it would go to their house. So it was under my name, go to their house so they could just keep track. What was nice is over the course of like 10, 12 years, I built up a really good credit score. So when I went to go buy our first house, they looked at my credit score because they're like, oh, you're going to be able to afford you know, two porter potties maybe in California. And I showed my credit <laughs> score and they were like, Oh my goodness. Like how does your how is your credit score this good? And it's because I had had a credit card for at the time I want to say close to 10 years of small purchases that my parents were paying off because they knew that they could pay that off and it was building my credit my credit score. And they explained to me what a credit card like how to use it, yeah. what it is, interest rates, all that stuff. So I was very careful with it. I I just never want to spend. But what happened was, is like my credit score was super high for how old I was because my parents allowed that type of freedom. And, and honestly, the, the transparency of the communication with them. Um, And so Mary Joy and I got our first credit card last year to start building up some more credit. And we, we only use it for, I believe gas and groceries. That is it. And what happens is we know exactly what we put in. They have much better since we do it a credit card through our bank so we can see it. We can just transfer the money straight in. We don't ever have late payments. We have scheduled. And so we're building up our credit score that way. Nice. Um, and we made we made like a commitment to each other. Like if we ever feel like it's kind of like taking over, or whatever, we'll just cut it up and be done with it. But all these small purchases, when at the time when we got it, you know, gas was a small purchase. Now it's like I said, a small mortgage. It's so a purchase. Yeah, it's a, it's it's almost a discussion. Almost like, are we going to fill up twice this week? Like, what are we doing? So that's how we look at credit cards. But you said no credit cards, or you have one, but you don't use it. What's we've always what you got on credit card? We've always had one. So when we first got together, I had a credit card that was maxed out. That was my doing. That was good. That was my <laughs> that was my issue with the car. I was like, oh, just use it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I kept swiping it and then it's I was like, like a library card. I was like, oh my, this is okay. I'm gonna have to pay this off now. <laughs> so that helped because I maxed it out, then paid it off really quick. But I was like, I can't, I can't do that again. <laughs> I can't. It was only a thousand dollars, but still it was like I can't hey, that, yeah. But that could be bad if you're not paying attention. Yeah, it was it was bad. Uh so I've always cause you still get a good credit score off of like zero interest, like purchases. Mm-hmm. So yep. like yep. When, uh, when we first got married, it was 
we would use like the JC Penny card because JC Penny was still open at the time. So we would go use the JC Penny card and then go straight home and then pay off the card. And like that was a way to build our credit score. When we bought our mattress, we did zero interest payments on our mattress. That helped build the credit score. You know, Best Buy card. If you go to Best Buy with your Best Buy card and you purchase stuff and then pay it with zero interest payments, that builds your credit score. So we did that through that way because it was just zero interest. I was like, I don't want to have any interest because that way we can just plan to buy like the TV that we still have. We bought when we first got married and it was like 600 bucks then, but it was a Best Buy and we just paid it a little bit earlier than the actual time and that helped boost our credit score. So when we finally actually got a credit card, we would do the emergency purchases on it. So Mm -hmm. we would also do like, okay, for the kids' birthdays, we're going to put it on the credit card because we just, we want to make sure we get them whatever for their birthday or for Christmas, and then we can pay it off. Or yeah, we'll figure out how to pay it off. Or yeah. what we would do is we'd save up beforehand, just buy something on the credit card, and then just pay it right away. Yep. So the whole thing, this whole conversation goes about learning as you've kind of gone through adulting. <laughs> So I, I learned that credit cards are my enemy, <laughs> but, but they're everyone's benefit because you kind of have to build your credit score in yeah. order to actually make some big purchases when you get older. So it's like mm-hmm. a double-edged sword. One side sucks and one side's great. Um, so it was a weird learning process, but we've like, we just, what we do now is that when we have, we sign up for a credit card with zero interest, um, for like it's like a year and a half or whatever then as mm-hmm. soon as the interest kicks in we just get, change get rid of it change credit cards so we just yep. train, changed over a different credit card we lowered the max so then over time we can raise it if we want to but we lower it and then once that you know interest kicks in then we're going to drop that one and get a different credit card because that doesn't hurt your credit score it's more just not paying for stuff and then letting yep. it sit forever right so then when we met up with, with our financial advisor, we found out we had a really great credit score. And that's a good feeling. It's a great feeling because it's like, yeah, that one time before we got married that I did that, it didn't ruin our credit score. So, hey, that's good. Well, what's crazy is Mary Joy, like, I think she didn't even have a credit score when we went to go look at houses because she never needed one. She mm-hmm. had her debit card or there's never a reason to use a credit card for her. Her yeah. parents didn't get her one, so she didn't have one. So when we were trying to buy a house, like, yeah, you don't have a credit score, really. It's like, wait, what? How do you know? Like, and I was like, so confused. And I'll kind of like end with this as we close is I I don't know if it was Dave Ramsey or I heard about it where if you have your debit card from a bank and they someone if the gas, if you put it in the, the, the pump at the gas station or you pay for it and someone asks, do you want debit or credit? Always say credit. If it's your debit card because it'll come straight out of your bank account. So you won't over, I mean, unless you're really bad at this and you're just overdrawing, like you're never looking at your bank account, but like that way it goes out, it, your bank account covers it right away. So you won't get any penalties unless you're in the negative. Like mind you, this is not free money. It's just a different way to build up your credit score when you know you have it. Because I think what happens is when you have a credit card, you don't know exactly if you'll be able to cover it. So if you have numerous credit cards, you don't know, what bills are coming in. So if you can just have one credit card at a time, I would recommend that. And if you don't even have a credit card, like we didn't for all these years, we had our debit cards and whenever it asked for credit or debit, we would just say credit knowing it would just come straight out of our, our bank account. We would know what it, what's getting taken out quickly. Um, that was a little tip I heard and it, it's, it's helped her because she didn't, again, she didn't have a credit score and we started doing that with her debit card, especially and her, her credit score is great now because we just did a bunch of little purchases. And whenever they ask for, you know, debit or credit, you say credit from the debit card and it, it, it helps your credit score. Good advice. Yeah. And if it's different now, I apologize, but that's how it, <laughs> how, how it was for like, you know, eight years or whatever. And it helped build her credit score up to, to really, a really good credit score. So that's another thing that we had to learn as we got older was credit score is important. Yeah. And I kind of feel like it's, a crock too, because like if you run your credit score, I think you lower your credit score. Like if you're yeah. trying to find out, which is the dumbest, we're thing. not gonna get in that. That's no. gonna get me down a tangent rant that we're not going. All I say is that when I was younger, I thought a low credit score was better than a high because you know you want a lower one, <laughs> like a golf score. Yeah, you want a lower credit score. 
because that means you, you're, you 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 don't use your credit card as much. You want it to be lower. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. No, it's it's the opposite. But it all it all worked out in the end. <laughs> all right, so I, th- I think this is where we're gonna cut it. We went kind of deep into that one. We could actually talk a lot, and we're gonna talk more about this, but from the uh, children's viewpoint of what it was like for us learning about money and how to go about money when we were kids and what that's going to look like as we teach our kids as they grow and get older about finances and you know what we want them to take from us um, in the world of money and what it all looks like and what we've learned and how we can kind of relay that to them. But uh, as always, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can find us on Gmail at fathers.unscripted at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at just Fathers Unscripted. You'll find us there. Shoot us an email, questions, comments, concerns, anything you'd like to say. And uh, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Now you know that it never goes exactly how you planned it would. That's where the fun is, not knowing how the story goes.